Do you feel like you need God's encouragement and wisdom throughout the week to take hold of His promise to fly like an eagle? You've come to the right place. Welcome to Eagles on the Hill. Let's join our host, Pastor Jeff Scheich. All right, people, I am your host, Pastor Jeff Scheich. Welcome to the podcast today. We're going to talk today about Valentine's Day. Uh, Valentine's Day, what a great holiday. I want to uh, actually give you some history, a little bit about where this holiday comes from, and then we're going to talk specifically about Valentine's Day this year, because Valentine's Day falls on the same day as another holiday, and uh, they don't seem to have anything to do with each other, so we're going to see what we can learn about that. But first of all, some little history about where Valentine's Day started. Uh, about 30 or 40 years ago, Hallmark decided they wanted to make some money, and so they came up with this idea of having one day when everyone could buy Hallmark cards, Hallmark gift. No, I'm just kidding. That's not how it happened. All right. Well, you know, that's not how it happened, I think. But here's how it really happened. There was this guy, St. Valentine. Now, actually, what we know about St. Valentine for sure is really, really very little. But there's a lot of conjecture about what we know, what we might know about him. It seems like uh, there's enough kind of stuff in history to determine that there might have been even two guys with this name, but maybe there was one. We don't know. But uh, there's this uh, history of having a, a guy named Valentinus, a priest in Rome. And then there's also a Valentinus who was Bishop of Terni, which is a town in central Italy, not far from Rome, really. Uh, they were both martyred on the same day. So is it one guy or two guys? If they're both martyred on the same day, both with the same name, it seems like maybe it was one guy. Maybe the guy was a Bishop of Terni and then maybe was arrested and brought to Rome and kind of fulfilled the role of a priest in Rome for a while until his death. Who knows? I don't know. But the story goes that uh, this guy, Valentinus, was arrested by a guy named Judge Asterius, uh, and he was witnessing to Judge Asterius about Jesus. And the judge had an adopted daughter who was brought into him. The girl was blind, and Valentinus prayed to God, laid his hands on her eyes, and the child's vision was restored. Well, if that's the case, you can imagine um, the, the chaos that ensued after that. All the idols in the judge's home were destroyed, uh, as the story goes. The judge fasted for three days, and then, along with 43 others in his household, he was baptized. And he freed all the Christians under his authority who had been imprisoned. Because remember, if you don't remember, that at that time, actually, when well, Valentinus lived, Christianity was illegal in the Roman Empire. This guy, Valentinus, was uh, later arrested again, sent to Rome. And uh, he is said in Rome to have defied the order of Claudius Gothicus, also known as Claudius the Cruel, Claudius II. And uh, secretly, he performed Christian weddings. Why secret Christian weddings? Well, because men had to were conscripted into the pagan Roman army. But if they were married, they didn't have to go into the army. And so he would perform secret weddings for these uh, Christian men and their loved ones. And that allowed these new husbands then to escape conscription into the pagan army. And in order to remind these men of their vows and of God's love, uh, St. Valentine, as he's known today, uh, is said to have cut out hearts from parchment and given them to these persecuted Christians. Beginning to sound a little bit like Valentine's Day in Hallmark, isn't it? Well, anyway, this guy had a hearing before Claudius II, the aforementioned Claudius the Cruel, and he shared Jesus during his hearing, and he was condemned to death. The history tells us, or what the history is worth, that he was beaten with clubs, blinded, and beheaded outside the Flaminian Gate in Rome on 
you guessed the day, February 14th. February 14th, 269. So before the legalization of Christianity in the Roman Empire. February 14th, 269, St. Valentine was beheaded and killed. Prior to his execution, he is said to have written a note to Asterius's daughter, you remember the judge, um, and his daughter who uh, got received her sight as he laid his hands on her. Uh, prior to his execution, he said to have written this girl a note and signed it from your Valentine. Ooh, sounds like Hallmark. All right, so that's where, that's the history of Valentine's Day. That's where it started many, many years ago. It started way before Hallmark, of course. So I was looking around because Valentine's Day this year is on Ash Wednesday, the beginning of Lent in the Christian calendar. Lent is this 40-day season of the church year, 40 days plus Sundays, so 46 days in total, leading up to Holy Week and Easter, uh, a season of repentance. Uh, we just did a podcast on various words of Lent with Pastor Michael Echocamp a few days ago. And, um, well, Lent and its season of repentance Ash Wednesday, ashes on the forehead, receiving ashes with the words, uh, from dust you've come and to dust you shall return, completely out of character with Valentine's Day falling on the same day. So I found this sermon, this message, which I want to share a part of it with you, uh, by a guy named Randall Bell. Randall Bell is a Lutheran pastor, graduated from Concordia Theological Seminary in Fort Wayne, Indiana in 1986. And he kind of puts the two days together and gives some insight into how these two days can match up with each other. I want to give credit where credit is due to him. And um, well, here you go. See what you think of what he says. Um, when Ash Wednesday falls on Valentine's Day, it's kind of a cruel twist of fate for those giving up chocolate for Lent. I don't know if you do that, but many give up things for Lent. And if you give up chocolate for Lent, you might not want to do that this year because uh, well, there's kind of nothing, it seems like, at first glance, that Ash Wednesday and Valentine's Day have in common. Valentine's Day is about love, especially romantic love. It's about giving Valentine's hearts and chocolates and flowers and candy to a sweetheart. And Hallmark, of course, as we said, loves Valentine's Day. But who gives Ash Wednesday cards? I don't, I don't remember seeing the Ash Wednesday section in the, the local card store, Walmart or wherever. Uh, Ash Wednesday is the complete opposite of Valentine's Day. It's depressing. Um, you give up sweets instead of devouring them. No restaurant. Can you imagine a restaurant featuring a couple's Ash Wednesday meal off in a cozy corner? Or what community would sp sponsor an Ash Wednesday dance? It's polar opposites, Ash Wednesday and Valentine's Day, or so it seems. But the scripture says, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. And it's easy to see where our treasure is on Valentine's Day. Billions of dollars spent. Um, and we, it's easy to see where our heart is also. We don't hand out flowers and chocolates to just anybody. I mean, back in the day, you know, elementary school, school teachers, if you're going to give out Valentine's, they always, I don't know if you can do that anymore in schools. I'm not sure. But anyway, back in the day, we could. We gave out Valentine's, but we had to give Valentine's to every classmate, even the ones we didn't like. I know my teacher made me do that. But when you get older, you only give Valentine's to those whom you treasure in your heart. Where your treasure is there, your heart is also. But actually, that's precisely what Ash Wednesday is all about. That's what the season of Lent is all about. It's what Holy Week is all about. On Ash Wednesday, God gives us the most beautiful Valentine of all. He opens up his heart, and God shows us his love. He shows us that you and I are whom he treasures the most. That's the meaning of Lent, that God sent his son to the cross of Calvary. He was willing to put his treasure on the cross. 
willing to give up his son in that awful way because actually you are his dearest treasure. That is a staggering reality if we think about it because there's no reason God should treasure us. We did not treasure him, certainly not above everything else in life. The scripture says, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Spending time with God, oh, I struggle to do it each and every day. Is it a priority for me? Sometimes if you look at my life, I wonder, do I give my best to God or do I give God leftovers, what I can spare? What young man is gonna open up his heart and gonna invest his treasure in a girl who rejects him time and time again, who treats him poorly? But this is what God does for you and for me. He exposes himself to ridicule. Think about Jesus on the cross being ridiculed by all who passed by. And yet he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. He becomes vulnerable to our rejection. His love for us is so amazing that he's willing to suffer all, even death, in order to save us, in order to restore us to relationship with him. What a love is seen on Ash Wednesday, in the season of Lent, during Holy Week, on Good Friday. What price can we place on God's love? It cost him everything to redeem us from the power of hell. He had to enter into that awful place of separation from his heavenly Father. And he didn't hesitate. He went to the cross. He determined to go there, even though, as we see him praying in the Garden of Gethsemane, sweating drops of blood, as it were, what it would cost him, and yet he said, I'm going to deliver not just everyone, but to deliver you from sin, death, hell, and the devil. Valentine's Day, as it turns out, has quite a bit in common with Ash Wednesday and Lent, way more than you might realize. God's word to you is written all over your heart. I love you dearly, he says to you in the gospel. In your baptism, he says, I treasure you. Even though you have not treasured me above all things, I forgive you of this, and I forgive you all your sins. On February 14th, 2024, we begin the holy season of Lent. We come humbly, we come with repentant hearts, and we come boldly believing that we, you and me together, truly are God's dearest treasure. That's what Valentine's Day and Ash Wednesday have to do with one another this year, and it's actually a very wonderful thing that they fall on the same day. Well, that's what we got for you today at Eagles on the Hill. We want to encourage you to write us at Eagles on the Hill 211. No spaces, dots, dash, underscores, just Eagles on the Hill 211 at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts about this podcast or others. Let us know what you'd like us to talk about on upcoming podcasts. Remember that those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. Isaiah says they will fly on wings like eagles. And we know that God is always faithful to those promises. We encourage you to trust his promise today. Thanks for listening to the podcast.